Thank you so much for joining us today. We would love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment and visit NBCOcala.com stories to tell us your story. Also, if you'd like to help support the ministry financially, you can give online or through our mobile giving app. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. And help me welcome our internet family. God bless you guys. So glad you're with us. Peace to your house. You may be seated. How's everybody? Oh, that was so weak. Amen. Well, we are glad you're all here tonight, and um, I'm going to continue on a teaching um, called Wise and Otherwise, and we're going to get into the, the book of Proverbs and just kind of dive in with that tonight. I want to remind you, and I have this in my heart tonight as well, after every service, and we need to remind you of some things um, from time to time, after every service, um, we'll have pastors and ministers available to pray. So I just think it would be wrong if you came here, something troubling you, you know, a burden in life, a situation you've got. It, it would just be wrong if you came and just kind of held that in and kind of were in the service and then left. If, if it's still on you by the time you leave, get up here and let, let some of us agree with you in prayer, okay? And uh, so after every service, we do that. But I just wanted to remind you of that, especially tonight, okay? You ready to get into the Word? Yes. All right, I hope you brought your Bible. Um, I don't know when in recent history I've sent this many verses um, ahead of time for them to have ready on our screen. Don't forget also you can go to Version and uh, you can follow along and um, go to Events uh, down the bottom right-hand corner. Tap the three lines there. Events will be in the next menu. Tap that and Meadowbrook will come up and the notes are there. And you can follow along. That's uh, not on your Dick Tracy watch. That's on, that's on your phone. Can you believe what you can do with a phone and now with a watch even, you know, so. Well, um, Proverbs, any of you all ever heard of Proverbs? I hope you're in Proverbs, really. Um, when should we read Proverbs? Every day. 31 Proverbs. Don't get tired of me saying this, okay? 31 Proverbs. Most months have... 31 days and just kind of read the corresponding proverb of that day. It is, it is remarkable to me over the years whenever I say that, I'll have somebody come to me and they go, well, what if the month only has 30 days? And I'll go, figure it out. Well, what if I miss a day? Just get caught up the next day. You know, just kind of don't live under this bondage. You know, how many of you have ever started, I'm going to read through the Bible in a year program, you know? And by January 7th, you are so far behind, you know. So don't, don't live with this guilt and pressure. You can just dive back in, and um, God will help you with that. Amen? Amen. I'm all for discipline, but, you know, not condemnation, though, for sure. Well, Proverbs stresses the importance of getting wisdom. So let's talk just for a moment about what wisdom is. It is the principal thing. And I promise you, you need it. And, and especially the days that we're in, we need wisdom. Wisdom is the proper use of knowledge. It's the proper use of knowledge. And Proverbs talks about wisdom in this, in this regard. It's the art of skillful and godly living. It's the art of skillful and godly living. We don't want to be bungling through life. We want to be 
artisans. We, we want to be able to skillfully live and godly and live in a godly way. And, and Proverbs is one of the outlets where um, it's emphasized to us and we can gain a whole lot of wisdom from it. How many of you know that you don't have to be all wise before you start acting wise? I mean, if you just get one or two things, start using those things. Are y'all here? Because if we're waiting to get all wise, that won't happen, okay? Now, here's a progression. Information comes to you. This is on every level, and, and spiritually and scripturally, it's a little higher level. Information comes to you, and we're in the information age, information overload age. Information comes to you, and then if you understand the information, you now have knowledge. And if you use the knowledge properly, that is wisdom, and you'll get wisdom's results. If information comes to you and you don't get understanding, then it's reminiscent of algebra. (laughs) I was there every day for the information, okay? But if information comes to you and you get understanding and you have knowledge and you don't use that knowledge properly, that's called Foolish, foolish. And, and uh, there's results and consequences for foolishness as well. Well, Proverbs, and, and in particular tonight, we're going to look in Proverbs 4, um, and then we'll bounce around a little bit. But Proverbs 4 emphasizes this need to get, to get um, wisdom. In Proverbs 4, verse 7, it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. It's the chief thing. This is the thing that you need. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. You just need to make it your business that I'm, I'm going to get wisdom. There are a number of ways to tap into wisdom. One that the New Testament tells us is to ask. And we can just ask for every situation. God, I need wisdom for this. And he will give it generously, the Bible tells us. Now, the importance of, um, or illustrating the importance of wisdom Proverbs 4 brings out the idea of two paths, two paths, two uh, roadways, so to speak, that we could be on. Uh, The book of Proverbs also has to do, um, it's really a book of contrast and comparisons. So it will say, you know, the wise man will do this, a foolish man will do this. And so it's a great book. It'll help you daily. And and I promise you, you're, you're going to on some days run into some things, well, there's my situation. And it is say, well, the wise man will do that and the foolish man will do that. And so it really is contrast, comparison, but it also is choices then that we know what choice to make. Um, The first way that we would look at here is the way or the path of wisdom. So let's look in Proverbs 4, verse 11, and we're going to have a lot of verses that I told you tonight. Um, I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in the right paths. So the way of wisdom is the, it's the right way. And that's the path we want to be on. Now, it results from choosing this path, okay? You can be led to the path, but you have to choose that path and walk on that path. Everybody say choose. Because this is going to be massively important that you know this has to do with your choices. You know, we live in a day and age where a culture loves to blame everybody else. 
You know, you spill hot coffee on yourself and you sue the restaurant. Now all places have to have written on their cups, caution, your hot coffee is hot. You know, and and we just have to take a little responsibility. And especially in this, walking in wisdom or not, it is a choice. So walking in this, let's look at a few of the results, and we're going to compare tonight results. Here's some of the results of, of walking this path of wisdom. Verse 10, Proverbs 4, verse 10 says, Hear my son or hear my daughter and receive my sayings, and, and look at this result, and the years of your life will be many. The years of your life will be many. Let's go ahead and look at comparative here in Proverbs 3, verse 1 and 2. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. Both of those things are descriptive of walking on that way of wisdom. And here's the results. For length of days and long life and what? And peace they will add to you. So when we walk on this way, length of days, long life, and peace. Can I say something to you? If, if, if you're going to have long life, you don't want long life if you don't have peace. Sometimes I see some really grumpy old people. Not here. We're salt, light, and sugar. But you can be in some places and it's like, if I known I was going to live this long, you know. And, and peace, you want peace. When do you want to start getting that peace? Like now, like now. And it is a result of this. And so um, that's one of the results. Look in chapter 3, verse 7 and verse 8. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. And that's the other path. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. So this is, this is strength, vitality coming to you. There's, there's kind of a, a picture in Scripture of dry bones. You know, their bones dried out. You know, and, and you've, you may have felt that before when you're just like depressed and afraid and, you know, without hope, it kind of dries you out. This has the idea of bringing moisture even to your bones. And so this whole picture here is adding health to you. And I just want to say this, that walking in the way of wisdom, walking in the right path, that is the most likely path to help you be healthy and strong. Because when you're on the other path, and some of you can tell, can tell the truth about this tonight, you make some other choices that work against your health. And when you're trusting God, you know, there's strength that comes from that. When you're not trusting God, strength goes out of you. God adds strength to you when you trust him. But when you trust, your, trust yourself or you don't know who to trust or whatever, strength goes out of you. And, and uh, I read this recently, see if I can get this right. A nap will not help a tired soul. And I think some people are trying to rest to get their soul revitalized. That's not going to happen from sleep alone. But see, there, there, we, we have to realize when I walk in the right path, I will also be making some right decisions, living in such a way I won't have guilt, I won't have, I won't have that, that worry in my life to the degree that somebody else on the other path would have. So we want to be on this path. It is the right path. Amen? All right. Now, let's go back to uh, Proverbs 4, verse 12. 
And we're going to look in the A portion of this verse. It says, when you walk, where are you walking? On the path. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. When you walk on the path of wisdom the right way, your steps will not be hindered because you're going to know where to step. Okay? Now, hindrance comes into our life. The Apostle Paul talked about, I wanted to come to you guys and be with you guys. He said, but the enemy has hindered me. And so we have resistance. Listen, every, everything that we're wanting to move forward with in life, everything that we're wanting to move forward with in ministry, I promise you the enemy would love to hinder those things. But when we walk in wisdom, wisdom is higher. God is the only wise God. And the devil will never outthink God. God always outthinks everybody. His, his, his thoughts are higher than everything. Are you all with me? This is good stuff. And so this this path, when we walk this path, my steps will not be hindered. So we we believe this. Alicia and I tell tell people a lot uh, this a lot. You know, they'll say, I'm, "I'm dealing with a sickness. I'm dealing with this relational problem. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that." And we believe that there's always a path. There's a path to wholeness. There's a path to to overcoming there's a there's a there's a path and God will show you the steps to take on that path and when you take the steps that he would show you how many of you know it's not going to be hindered now we're not going to get it right a hundred hundred percent of the time so when your steps are hindered don't you dare blame God okay just rewind a little bit and say okay God I, I I didn't hear you right the first time help me on this and he will amen Look in Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. One of the reasons that your steps will not be hindered is the Lord is helping you. The Lord will be helping you. Now go back to Proverbs 4, verse 12. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. Uh, The B portion. Go to the B portion. Next part of the verse. There we go. And when you run. Everybody say run. Run. We were walking. Now we're running. When you run, you will not stumble. Now I want you to bear in mind this word stumble. We're going to come back to it in just a little bit. But when you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. How many of you know that life is hectic? How many of you know that life is pressured? I believe that when things are faster, when you're having to run, so to speak, if you are on this path of wisdom, you're less likely to make mistakes. Well, that went over really good. How many of you would like to make less mistakes? And by that, I mean decisions. Decisions. If, If you are walking... Walking, this is ongoing on this path. You will be accumulating wisdom. God will be with you on that path. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. Oh, I see that, and I'll just step over here. And then when you run, when things speed up a little bit, you're less likely to make mistakes. You're less likely to make wrong decisions when you stay on this path. Amen. So, stay on this path. The second path is the path of the wicked. 
the path of the wicked. It's the evil, the way of evil. Look in Proverbs 4, verse 14 and 15. Watch this carefully. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. You just got warned like six times. I mean, I mean, look at this. Do not enter. Do not walk. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it. Pass on. We have all of these warnings to stay away from. These are strong, strong warnings. I'll say this, uh, the same thing about the, the way or the path of wisdom. The same is true of the path of evil. You have a choice. I said you have a choice. Now, don't. Don't raise your hands on this, but just answer it inside. Don't raise your hands, okay? I already know the answer, and it'd be every hand in here, but how many of you have ever walked the path of evil, the way of, of wickedness, you know? Um, you know you chose it. Well, no, my friends, no. You chose it. This is choices, and we must, must realize that this is uh, super important, that these are choices. And again, do not enter, do not walk, avoid it, travel on, turn away, pass on, radioactive, highly toxic, toxic. you know, and we, we must understand this. Now, here's the reasons for the warnings. In Proverbs 4, verse 16, Proverbs 4, verse, I'm sorry, Proverbs uh, Go ahead to John eight thirty four. I somehow left out a verse here, but watch this. Um, here's one of the reasons why you must avoid the path of evil. Evil is addictive. I'll come back on that in just a moment. John eight thirty four. Jesus answered them, "Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. When you commit sin." And by commit, let me back up just a little bit. How many of you have sinned um, this week? How many of you have sinned since lunch? Okay. Um, we all do. But this is talking about ongoing practice, unrepentant heart that you just plow on. I hope you're like this, that, that you realize Throughout the day, the Holy Spirit would convict you. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Father, forgive me for doing that. And then you tell whoever you need to that you're sorry. And I hope that you you thank God every morning that his mercies are new. And I hope that you end every day. Father, I, I remember now I did this and I confess that to you. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Psalm 51 talks about he will uh, put in us a new heart and a right spirit and restore the joy of our salvation. You know, and so we, we, ha- we want that in our life. So when that's the worst, we're sorry for our sin. And, and we come to the Lord and we make that right. But whoever commits sin, you just go on, you keep doing it, you will become a slave. You'll become a slave of that sin. Listen, everything on the path, hear this, everything on the path of evil, the path of wickedness, everything is potentially addictive and destructive. Everything. 
Are you hearing me? Because on the way of the way and the path of wisdom, that leads to life. This path leads to death. Uh, in the Gospels, Jesus said there's, there's two paths. There's a narrow way, leads to life. And there's a broad way, there's a highway. Everybody's found that one. And it leads to death, it leads to destruction. And I want you to know that when we choose to walk on the path of wicked, of evil, everything, say everything, everything everything on that path is potentially addictive and destructive. You you think, think it through. Think it through. Think in your own life when you step over onto that that path. I don't care what it is. Don't play. Don't play. Drugs, alcohol, cheating, pornography, food. I don't care what, what it is. Being angry, whatever it would be. Whatever it would be, if, if you stay on that path that is potentially addictive and its only purpose in your life is to bind you, Amen. destroy you. Did y'all hear that? Because I knew, I knew this afternoon that was the hot point that I definitely need to make sure that you know. Because this is not like, well, I'm just having some fun with my friends for a while. <laughs> All right, back to here. Look in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 19 in the New International. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. And this is, this is the thing. One thing that binds you and addicts you leads to other things that bind you and addict you. And they start to just kind of gang up on you. But notice this phrase here, having lost all sensitivity. When we walk on that path, hear this, it dulls you. It dulls you. It starts to numb your conscience. You start to lose joy. Depression comes regularly to you. Um, This path, you want to stay off. That's why we had six warnings. Did y'all hear me? This was not just a little yellow tape saying, please don't go through here. I mean, this, we've dug moats, we've got dragons, we've got everything to, to guns and tanks and everything. Stay away, stay away, stay away, because this kind of thing will happen on, the, on that path. And how many of you know that the world, unbeknownst to them, celebrates? They celebrate the activities of this path. And there are commercials and there's magazines and movies and lyrics and everything else. And it, and it just kind of celebrates this. And you're some kind of square if you, don't, if you don't do this. Well, call me square, but I'm rolling down the, the path of wisdom, okay? And so important. Amen. Look in verse, uh, back to Proverbs 4, verse 17. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of of violence. People end up having, having violence in their life, wickedness and violence that they never thought they would have. It's a digression. It's a digression, and it will take you down. Listen to this. Sin damages and ruins whatever it touches or whatever it gets near. 
And God wants to avoid, he wants you to avoid this path at all costs, or it could cost you all. So let's compare a little bit, and we come down to uh, Proverbs 4, verse 18. Let's look at this. But the path of the just, and in the context of all this, we know this would be the way or the path of wisdom, the right path. The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter. Say ever brighter. Ever brighter until the perfect day. This path, the right path, the path of wisdom shines what? Ever brighter. Ever brighter. The way that's structured, brighter and brighter and brighter. It's just going to keep getting brighter. Did you get that? Look in verse 19. The way of the wicked, this is the, the, we're contrasting the paths here. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Have you ever gotten up in the middle of the night without the light? No, you didn't let me finish. And you're staying at somebody else's house? And you don't know the lay of the land? You know, um, one time years ago, uh, I'd gone to a conference. I think it was in Tulsa. And uh, I just got back from another trip and, and was home and then went, went back out on a, another trip. And I got up in the middle of the night and I got out, got out of the bed and the wall was just right there. <laughs> and it was just total dark in there. And I had no idea where I'm at. You know, just feeling this big wall, you know. And so that path is like that. You can't, you can't tell what's going on there. It's, it's deep darkness in the Hebrew. It is blinding darkness. And remember I told you to hold on to the word stumble earlier? It says that they can't see what keeps making them stumble. They can't see. Addiction, and, and that's a broad term, Okay. And destruction happening, they keep stumbling. They don't know why I keep stumbling. I can't see what keeps tripping me up. And that word stumble in the Hebrew includes these ideas. To fall, to become feeble, to decay, and to ruin. So again, it's all to trip you up. It's all to trip you up. The metaphor is of, this, of the path, I hope you get it. It's our life. It's our journey. It's this Christian life. This is following Jesus or not following Jesus. Did you know that you could be a believer? A Christian? And not follow Jesus? Well, you say, well, then I don't think they're a Christian. Relax. It's way above your pay grade to be deciding those things, all right? That's not our job to decide those things. But the metaphor is our life, our journey, this Christian life. And this path is one of progressive brightness. Progressive brightness. Listen, this is not fits and starts. This is not just an event here in my life. Wow, that was awesome. And then four years of nothing. And then some other cool event. And don't be a glory bug. Don't, don't be a church chaser. That, a special meeting here, a special meeting there. Just get, get planted. Just get planted in the house of the Lord and you'll thrive, okay? I'm not saying don't go to special meetings and things, but the biggest thing Scripture tells us, 
Find me a verse that says, chase down every special meeting. No, but it says, get planted, get planted, get planted. And those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. They'll thrive. Amen. So this path is progressive brightness. It's morning by morning. It's day by day. Eugene Peterson, who uh, authored the message paraphrase, he said it's long obedience in the same direction. Long obedience in the same direction. Christianity is not an event here and there. It's a journey. Sometimes we endure hardship. Y'all got quiet on me. Sometimes we endure hardship. But you know what? I, and I've heard people say, I just think I'm going to quit. What do you quit to? You just have two paths. What, what do you quit to? Well, I'm going through hard times. Yeah, and you're going to quit to what? You're going to quit to what? You stay, you endure hardship. You fight the good fight of faith. And I'll tell you what, we, we've had fights and struggles and setbacks and things happen in our life. All of us have. I would never, ever, ever, ever vote to have those things happen in my life. But I would never, ever, ever, ever change the strength and wisdom gained by going through those things. Not that God caused those things, but God can use those things. And God can train his people. Are you all hearing me? I don't mind having a few spiritual scars, so to speak. You know, and we just stay in and we're faithful, faithful. Everybody say faithful. And I believe this. You know, you're on, the, you're on the path of wisdom. Just remain faithful. And if you fall, just be faithful to get back up again. That's what it is. Well, I fell down. Might as well stay down. No, I'm either up or I'm what? I'm either getting up. And so it's day by day. It's morning by morning. You just stay on the path of wisdom. That's, that's one of the reasons why I have to. Maybe you, I'm not put, putting this on you, but I wish you'd do it. I have to get up early. I have to get up early. Well, I'm sleepy. Yeah, but I need wisdom. And I need God. And I can't start my day at some frenetic, hectic pace trying to catch up. Something happens when you meet God first thing in the morning. Begin with a bow. Read a proverb and read it slow. Don't just read it. Let it speak to you. And say, God, I need wisdom. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. They hadn't even started, but I know I will need wisdom today. And this is the path. I'm committed to this path. You stay on that path. Well, if you mess up, it's like I said, if you fall, you be faithful to get back up again. A righteous man falls seven times. He just keeps getting back up. We are disciples. We are pilgrims. We spend our life going somewhere. And Jesus is the way. Jesus is the path. Jesus is the light on that path. Walk with him. Get this in your minds. Walk with him. Now, don't be so literal. Well, he... He was in Israel, and you know, he's in heaven. Walk with him. First John tells us, walk in the light as he is in the light. Look with me in Psalm 119, verse 105. We're almost done. 
Your word is a lamp to my feet. I, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. And a, and a what? What is? His word. His word. Listen to me. You don't have a chance, not a chance, without God's word. If you're just waiting for a little church emotional high here and there to get you through, and Pastor Tim, he's going to read a few verses, I'm sure. No, look, look, look at me. Never, ever underestimate the impact and the power of daily exposure to and intake of God's word. Well, I'm just reading the proverb, and I didn't really feel anything. This is not about feeling. This is about, you know, some mornings I get up and it's like the presence of God is just so tangible. And I, I don't know, sometimes I think it's just me too. And I, and I just weep. And other mornings I have great joy. And some mornings I feel flat as a board. But I'm, gonna, I'm going to, I'll see you again tomorrow, Lord. You know, and it's just vital, vital, vital. Never underestimate the impact and the power of daily exposure to and intake of the word of God. And as you load yourself, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Walk in the spirit, walk in the word, and let God help you to stay on that path. Or you can go on the wrong path, wrong direction. And I promise you this, and all of us can testify to this. Anytime you've stayed on the wrong path for any length of time at all, you incurred damage. So here's my advice to you. Do a Yui. Y'all know what I mean? I mean, do a Yui. You got, you got to turn around and get back on the right path. Let me close out with Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 through 11. In the message, you groped your way through that murk once, but no longer. You're out in the open now. New King James says you are children of light. The bright light of Christ makes your way plain. Do you see that? The bright light of Christ makes your way plain. So no more stumbling around. Get on with it. The good, the right, the true, these are the actions appropriate for daylight hours. Figure out what will please Christ and then do it. Don't waste your time on useless work, mere busy work, the barren pursuits of darkness. Expose these things for the sham they are. And let me just comment on that last part. The things that have hurt you, scarred you, damaged you, expose them to others. You're going to have interaction with other people. And, and, and you, this doesn't mean you go stand in the middle of the mall and say, yeah, I used to smoke too. <laughs> now, I'm not talking about that, Okay. But I'm talking about in relationships and so forth. You can say, this like to destroyed my life. This ruined my marriage. This cost me in every way. You know, expose the works of darkness that have hurt you, that have damaged you in that way. In up-close friendships, your testimony is going to be powerful and it will help other people. Amen. So if we've been on the wrong path, we incurred damage, and you've done a Yui and you're on the right path, hey, hey. You're off that path now. God is a redeemer. He's a forgiver. You are where you are now, and it's good to be on this path now. And God will take your whole life. Hear me. He will take your whole life, and he will use you. And he will, 
He will use the comfort that he has comforted you with before that you'll be able to comfort or help or encourage other people as well. We've got two paths, folks. That's all. Sorry, just two. It's not Baskin Robbins. We just have we just have two. You have six warnings to stay off of the one. And you have every other reason, I'm telling you what, for life and for eternity to stay on the path of wisdom. Amen. Did y'all get anything at all out of this tonight? All right. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Meadowbrook Church. We hope you stay connected by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at NBC Ocala.